Welcome to the Nonprofit Voice Tech Series, a special edition of the Nonprofit Voice Podcast, hosted by Mark Becker, founding partner of Cathex's Partners and editorial advisory board member of Nonprofit Pro. In each episode of this monthly installment, Mark will have conversations with prominent nonprofit organizations and industry thought leaders to learn more about different technology offerings in the marketplace. Join us and together we will learn more about these innovative digital tools and how to navigate the rapidly evolving technology landscape. Welcome back, everyone. This is Mark Becker with Cathexis Partners, founding partner. Um, and today we're going to be talking with Olivia and Tiffany about uh, an interesting campaign they put together. Um, Tiffany, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself first? Absolutely. My name is Tiffany Rivers, and I am the Senior Director of Social at Media Cause. We are a full-service agency servicing mostly nonprofits and mission-driven organizations, and I lead out our social media practice here at the agency. Um, My background is a bit of a mix of nonprofit work, for-profit work, but have been in the social space for a little bit over 10 years, Um, so I consider myself a veteran at this point, but it is an industry that changes every day and it keeps me on my toes. Um, this partnership with Olivia was exciting, um, diving into influencer marketing and um, can't wait to see what the future holds. Awesome. And Olivia. Yeah. Hi, Mark. I'm Olivia. I'm our social media manager with the It Gets Better project. So we are an LGBTQ plus youth nonprofit, and our mission is to uplift, empower, and connect LGBTQ plus youth around the world. And so we have our storytelling initiatives, which I'm sure people are mostly familiar with because that's kind of how we got our start was people telling their stories to LGBTQ youth about how things got better for them, how they've grown to kind of give them a bit of hope and encouragement. Um, We still do that. And we also have um, a really great education program and a really amazing global program now as well. And so, yeah, I manage all of our social media channels for the It Gets Better project. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for both of you for being here today. Tell us a little about the 50 States, 50 Grants, uh, a 5,000 Voices campaign. Yeah, I can jump in with that. Um, So this was a really amazing initiative that we got to start this past year for the first time. And so our goal um, through funding from one of our longtime partners, American Eagle, was essentially to fund a project that would support LGBTQ plus youth in every state um, throughout the United States. So it was pretty ambitious. Um, (laughs) But essentially, How the program worked was we had middle school and high school students submit an application for a project that they felt was important to them alongside a teacher because, you know, every school, every state has different needs for their own students and the students are really the ones who know what they need best. And so, yeah, the process was essentially we had them submit an application for a project that they would use this grant money for. And then we had a selection process where we chose how to divvy up those grants. That's great. Uh, it sounds like an awesome. And I was checking out the white the website. And if you, um, for those listening, 50 states, uh, 50grants.com is the website. Um, you know, great looking website. Great, great um, 
message uh, that you're you're sharing there, but getting the word out about it, generating awareness is always a challenge for, for any type of campaign, right? Um, what kind of obstacles did you have and, and how did you look to get around those? Yeah, I'll let Tiffany speak a bit about the technical side, um, which is why we're so grateful to have worked with Media Cause on this. But I think a challenge with a campaign like this from like a social media perspective as well is just getting people to actually take action. Like it's one thing to see an ad for this when you're just say scrolling through Instagram or you happen to see an ad for it on TikTok or something like that. But then it's another thing to get the person to then click onto the website, view the website, read through the website, decide to start an application and then bring it to their teacher or bring it to their students as something they actually want to do and get them to hit that submit button on a project. So in that sense, we're kind of asking people a lot. And so I think it's a challenge to take them from learning about it to actually completing an application to submit for this grant. And so I think it's always a challenge to get people to take action and make it a smooth process with as few steps that people have to take as possible. That's a great point. Tiffany, can you tell us about how you all help with that? Yeah, absolutely. I think building on what Olivia mentioned around getting them to actually take action, I think the step before that is figuring out um, the audience that you want to reach. And so we knew that we wanted students to complete these applications, but in many ways, educators can be almost gatekeepers or, you know, help them um, through the process. So focusing on that target audience of educators and making sure that we got this um, campaign in front of the right eyes um, was one of the primary obstacles we needed to face. And then Secondly, um, making sure we told the story um, with authenticity um, and, you know, a level of genuineness that really resonates with this community um, was kind of our, our second challenge. Um, and we, we did that with influencer partnerships, and we focused specifically um, on those influencer partnerships with educators who had gained um, traction on platforms like TikTok and Instagram and really had um, an engaged audience. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that, you know, hashtag favorite teacher campaign and, and why you chose TikTok. Yeah, I can start with this again. So yeah, TikTok is one of our fastest growing audiences, um, which makes sense because it's a big platform for youth. <laughs> and so we go wherever LGBTQ plus youth are. And so we actually got to work pretty closely with TikTok when we first learned, uh, launched our channel. We were actually part of their program called the CLF Fund, which was their creative learning fund. And so it was kind of TikTok's mission to bring educational content onto their platform and, you know, positive, empowering content. And so we got to be part of that um, during its first year. And so we still work pretty closely with TikTok and it just made, you know, total sense to bring this type of campaign onto that platform, especially because it's such a strong platform with youth and our target demographic. And so that was the way that we were going to make sure we got it in front of them. And so, yeah, basically the way this campaign worked is that um, it was a hashtag based campaign called hashtag favorite teacher. And so 
we had some influencers create videos on their own channels using the hashtag, and they told some stories about a teacher that really impacted them during their life. So a lot of them were funny. Some of them were really sweet and inspiring. And then we had sort of our own landing page on the TikTok Discover page. So if you were browsing TikTok, you could go to the Discover page. You would see a banner that said hashtag favorite teacher. You could click on that and see a little bit of a description about about the campaign and 50 states, 50 grants. And then you could see all of those videos that were made using that hashtag from our influencers. So that's a little bit of an overview of kind of how that worked. That's great. And how did you identify influencers? Yeah, I'll let Tiffany speak to that one because Media Cause really helped us, you know, nail down some of these influencers. Yeah, absolutely. So this is, you know, a a very collaborative process as an agency partner. Um, but we started off sharing, you know, an initial list of potential creators and influencers that we thought might be a good fit. So we look at, you know, their previous content and really does it align with the mission and values of It Gets Better. We look at their creativity and really bringing a message to life. We look kind of under the hood in some ways at their engagement rates and their their audience demographics and their following. Um, so we want to make, make sure that we get that ROI out of that partnership. Um, and then we you know, somewhat look at the potential for long-term partnerships in the future. So we don't want these to be just transactional, just about this one campaign, but ultimately would this be a great partner for it gets better in any future work that they do. Oh, that's great. And then as far as, you know, creating the posts, did you work with the influencers and, and other folks to develop unique posts or, or tell us more about that. Yeah, I can jump in. Um, so we work on a creative brief. Um, again, we work really collaboratively with It Gets Better to define and refine what this creative brief looks like, what those deliverables will be for a creator or an influencer. We talk through timelines. We give them um, a few prompts to just, you know, get their creative juices flowing and make sure they understand the primary um, objective for their TikTok or Instagram reels. And um, then from there, as professional creators and folks who do this day in and day out, they take it and run with it. Um, they integrate graphics, they integrate music, um, different effects native to the platform. Um, and then together we review it just to make sure that it meets all the criteria of our original um, creative brief and the objectives set forth there. And then they publish them. That's great. And so you, you got the you got the awareness out there and you got folks to submit. That's the ultimate, you know, call to action in this, right? Submit their their projects. Um, tell us a little bit about the results, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, I can let Tiffany, you know, speak a little bit about some hard numbers, which were exciting. Um, but yeah, I think this campaign on TikTok really did play a big role in getting this in front of a lot of people. And so yeah, we were able to distribute over $500,000 worth of grants. I think we got applications, if not from every single state, almost every state, which was pretty amazing. And it was so successful that um, we're planning a next round, which is really amazing. Yeah, um, 
just from the perspective of hard numbers, so we saw over 104 million views of the hashtag favorite teacher on TikTok, which is just outstanding in the time frame that we um, were able to activate. Um, in addition to that, we saw like over a thousand percent increase in um, profile views for It Gets Better on their page, on their TikTok page during this time period. So we really um, focused on raising visibility again about what It Gets Better does and their overall mission. Um, and as um, Olivia mentioned, just driving that traffic to those um, landing pages, um, we were able to see um, applications submitted in um, nearly 50 states. That's great. So Olivia, you know, looking ahead, what's next? What's, what's the, any, any plan? Are you going to continue with this campaign or, or what's, what's next, next for the organization? Yeah, for sure. I think it was always kind of secretly our goal to do another round of this and, and make it a regular thing based on the success of the first round. And so, yeah, like I mentioned, we're going to be um, we're going to be able to do that again and have a little bit of an expansion to that program as well this year. So it's really exciting. And I think, um, you know, it's just a testament to some direct work and direct benefits that we're able to give to LGBTQ plus youth based on what they feel they need in their own schools and communities, which is just a really amazing thing to be able to say. So yeah, we've got that going again next year, again, alongside Media Cause, which is really exciting. And I'm sure that TikTok will play a role again. Like I mentioned, it's just where so many youth are. So it's the perfect platform to really get something like this in front of them. Um, but yeah, and besides that, as an organization, we've got a couple exciting web series going on, a couple exciting summits with our global affiliates. Um, and this year, we were actually able to bring some of our LGBTQ youth together in person for the first time to meet one another, which was really exciting. That's great. And, you know, having this campaign under your belt, any any lessons learned, anything that you would do it differently or any advice for organizations looking to get started here? Yeah, I'm sure, Tiffany, you have some as well from the technical end of things. But yeah, I think for us, it was just, you know, identifying those challenges to begin with and just kind of being able to be good, I guess, mind readers and really put mm -hmm. yourself in the position of people who are in your audience who you want to see this, you know, if I was a high school student and I came across an ad like this, what's going to make me want to actually click on it or bring this to my teacher? Or is this an easy and smooth enough process for me to actually end up hitting that submit button? So I think really trying to identify some of those challenges before you even start and putting yourself in the shoes of that audience that you're trying to target um, to kind of get an outside perspective on it as well. Um, and I believe we even had an outside perspective. We have, um, like I mentioned, a group of youth voices who are these amazing LGBTQ plus teens, 13 to 18. And we had them look at the application and say, you know, what do you think about this? Do you have any feedback? So that would be my advice as well, is to put it in front of real people who are in your audience and, and see what they think about it. That's a great, yeah, that's great advice. I mean, you get so close to these types of camp, any campaign that you're doing and you kind of look at it from your own internal perspective, right? You got to make sure that you're still yeah. uh, able to view it with the eyes of your actual um, 
participants. So that's, that's great advice. Tiffany, anything to add? Yeah. Um, I would just say for anyone, um, looking to engage in creator partnerships or influencer partnerships to really spend, um, some quality time in your research phase or in that identification phase, making sure that those creators really align with, um, the objectives of your campaign, but not just the objectives, the values um, that you um, adhere to. I think we just literally feel like we hit the jackpot with so many of these creators. Um, They're just so innovative, um, so genuine, so collaborative, and so excited to support the mission of It Gets Better. And that made the rest of the process so much easier, even, you know, as you run into timelines and deliverables and kind of all of the technical aspects of things, working with the right people made all the difference. That's great. Well, thank you both so much for joining us today. Um, Great campaign. Congrats on the results and uh, good luck with 2023. And thank you everybody for joining us today. Have a great day. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Nonprofit Voice. You can listen to more episodes of The Nonprofit Voice at nonprofitpro.com slash podcast slash the hyphen nonprofit hyphen voice. And remember, for your convenience, you can stream any and all episodes of The Nonprofit Voice on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify.